threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Mindless Banner 52. Now you went out there. You're on the beat. You always got to go with the beat. I know. I was trying, man. This banter Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, so what are we talking about today? Uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Ooh. Bermuda, Bahama. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, we decided. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. We're going to give it to you straight. I don't know what you think it is. Uh, yeah. I was telling Kobe earlier. You thought it was, I was something little, else? I thought it was like a triangular hole. Uh-huh. Oh, actually... I think on Hotel Transylvania, it's it's a deep triangle. Oh, is it really? It's falling to you. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's what I kind of thought when I was a kid. I was like, why are people even fly over it? You can <laughs> see it. Just go, go around it. it. <laughs> yeah, just get away from it. <laughs> well, it's like a million square miles or something. Yeah, maybe. not too big. Yeah. But anyways, that's what we're talking about today. We're is excited. An isosceles triangle, or is it more like a... I don't know. Like a a Dorito chip? Isosceles. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Sounds important. It does. It really <clears> does. Anyway, mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. it goes without saying, prepping requires forethought with regard to food, water supply, power, and protection, all areas of significant technical preparation. That's right. Self-reliant medical care is no exception. The Prepper's Medical Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey, M.D., provides the basis of prevention, identification, long-term management of survivable medical conditions and tells you when to return to the grid and what to do if you cannot. Mm -hmm. The organized structure of this book allows you to quickly locate what uh, you're looking for while the information and techniques can be easily understood and performed with minimal medical training. That's right. To purchase or learn more, visit PreppersMedicalHandbook.com. That's PreppersMedicalHandbook.com, also available through Amazon. Yeah. It's a sweet book. It really is. It's like just enough for if you have medical uh training, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's better. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's a great book. It's a it's a perfect stocking stuffer. It is. That's you know true. I mean? If you want to get some rundown on some wilderness medicine, this yeah. is an excellent book for it. It's great. Don't be dummy. Go, Go get, get it. it. Go get it. All right. The Bermuda Triangle. Um, Cam seems to be slightly confused. He's been confused about it his whole life. A lot of things. But now, yeah, but not just the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. But let's let's break it down. So, what is the Bermuda Triangle, Cameron? So the Bermuda. It's a shape. It's a shape. It's in the shape of a triangle. It's also known as the Devil's Triangle. That sounds way better. I kind of always thought that. Never mind. But it's a loosely <laughs> defined region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean where a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. We're going to talk about all that today. Most reputable sources dismiss this idea that there is any mystery. Yeah. And I think they can go. It's weird. I always thought they can go was... kiss it. Yeah, kiss, all right. Kiss my butt. Kiss my butt, because we're 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 delving into the mysteries today. <laughs> this area of water in the Atlantic Ocean between Bermuda. San Juan and Miami. It makes a triangle. You get it? Got it. Three points. The vicinity of the Bermuda Triangle is amongst the most heavily traveled shipping lanes. So that's in the not world. all the Gulf of Mexico. That's Mm-mm. majority of it is in the Atlantic. Yeah, or is it even Atlantic. part of the it's Gulf on, of Mexico? No, it's on the not other cutting, side. It's cutting off yeah, before it gets there. Right. It's on the other side. It's to the east of it. Gotcha. Is that right? I think I'm not great at geography. 
But I think I'm like, that's yeah, right. I think it would capture a bit of it, but who knows? Because basically, it Either goes way, from the tip, huge. the tip of uh, just the tip of um, Florida, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then down, and then to the east. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. Um, cruise ships and pleasure craft regularly sail through the region, and commercial and private aircraft routinely fly over it. So You're this right. is it doesn't go over that far. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, you were right. I was right. You're 100 percent right. But anyways, so that's basically what we're talking about is this this big patch of ocean. That's all it is, right? Um, and in this big patch of ocean, there's lots of hurricanes. Like all every hurricane yeah. on the face of the planet basically goes through the Bermuda Triangle. It seems like, yeah, right? Have to. It has to, basically. So, um, kind of. I guess not have to, but it doesn't have to. But there's a lot of them <laughs> to go through. So that's the Bermuda Triangle. This is the the area of the map that we're talking about. And Cam's going to kind of let us sit in on like where on earth did a conspiracy even start? Where did it begin? Where where does any of this even come from? Yeah. So I think a lot of people are probably familiar with some of the uh, weird stuff, like the flight of, like Flight 19 is a very common one. It's awesome. So anyways, Kobe will get into the details of those, but Mm -hmm. so when did the Bermuda Triangle become this like really weird conspiratorial area? Like what's going on there? Yeah. Um, A lot say it started more so in our time, like in in the 50s, but before then there were some weird occurrences and I think you'll probably touch on some of these. Yeah, and if I, I'll just go quickly through okay, them if cool. you touch so, on them here, so that's fine. But yeah, so um, it's difficult to say exactly when it, like when the world started to recognize it as this weird place. But um, even Christopher Columbus, according mm. to his log on October eighth, fourteen ninety two, it's a good year. Yeah, it was great. Columbus looked down at his compass and noticed that it was giving weird readings. And he didn't alert his crew at first because having a compass that didn't point to the magnetic north may have sent the already on edge crew into panic. <laughs> yeah, I could see how it could. I was like, where the hell are we going? <laughs> or the edge of the earth is going to be right. Because they didn't know. They didn't know. And then your compass is spinning. <laughs> it's, it's, funny, like, it's funny how they do say that they're already on edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's a <laughs> double entendre there. Um, this was probably a good decision considering three days later when Columbus simply spotted a um, uh, strange light. The crew threatened to return to Spain. Bullshit. We're going back to Spain. Yeah. Never mind. So there's like, ah, there's some weird crap going on. I saw a light. We're going back. I saw the light. <laughs> That's where that song came from. Exactly. Here. Brooks and Dunn were talking about the Christopher Columbus voyage. <laughs> That's exactly what they were talking about. That's a theme song they were singing the whole time. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, didn't you see the music video? <laughs> it's got Christopher Columbus looking at a. Compass. <laughs> There's a off in the distance. So stupid. Um, but yeah, so he mm. had that encounter way yeah. back then. Some other weird um, records were back in the 1600s. Admiral Somers or Summers mm. runs his ship ashore Bermuda in 1609. That was a dumb move. Was the uh, Admiral Sir, yeah, George Ad- Sir Georgie <laughs> Summers was the founder of the English colony of Bermuda, and the stories of his shipwreck are said to have inspired Shakespeare's play The Tempest, uh-huh. which may have enhanced some of the weird stuff that was happening that makes sense. in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. But really, when we started bringing it up in modern-day mm-hmm. culture, is kind of after some more prominent ships like the USS Cyclops mm-hmm. and then Flight 19. Isn't it funny? Like, it's all that time. That's, like, around the same time where a lot of the UFO stuff started, too. Like, the late That's 40s, true. early That's 50s. Like, That's right true, in there. Huh? Yeah, it's, like, all this weird... Everybody just and had, like, war, this weird... Everybody was on edge. Yeah, like... maybe that's what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this is um, this is when things started to come out about it. So, one of the 
One of the well-known uh, reports about the Bermuda Triangle was by Edward Van Winkle Jones. Good hell. Yeah. You got any more names? <laughs> um, he, he published uh, a piece about uh, the planes that and the ships that disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, Colby will talk a little more about those, but this was around, what was this? The date was 1945, something like that. 48, 49. Oh. Anyways, so he started bringing up these articles and then more followed. Two years later, Fate Magazine published Sea Mystery at Our Back Door. Great piece by George Sand covering Mm -hmm. the loss of several planes and ships, including Flight 19 and the TBM Avenger torpedo bombers. Torpedo bombers. Torpedoes. On a training mission. Um, In 1955... The book "The Case for U- uh, the Case for the UFO" by M. K. Jessup. It started to point fingers at aliens being the possible cause of the Bermuda Triangle I like mysteries. It. I like it. I want to read that now. Yeah, I do too. By sixty, by nineteen sixty-four, Vincent H. Gaddis, who coined the term Bermuda Triangle, wrote an article saying over a thousand lives have been claimed by the area. He also agreed that it was a pattern of strange events. The Bermuda Triangle obsession hits its peak in the early 70s when everybody's doing drugs mm-hmm. with the publication of several paperback books about the topic, including the bestseller Charles Berlitz, The mm. Bermuda Triangle. And then in 64, Gaddis wrote some more stuff. Um, anyways, there's a bunch of publishing starting from 50 until, you know, now. Yeah. So this is where really the Bermuda Triangle became like this super mysterious, weird, crazy, scary place. Yeah, so mostly like... 50s. But some of the events that go with it are yeah, what really older. solidified the, yeah. like, strange. There's so much weird stuff that's happened here. Um, so, But, yeah, there was stuff happening, like, in the 1600s yeah, in this like area. 1400s. So it's not, like, completely unusual. Yeah. Columbus. Columbus, man. The founder. Yeah, so there's a lot of notable incidents. We can't go through all of them because there's just, there's, like, a, there's hundreds, right? There are. And, and the cool thing is it's not just, it's not just ships. Thousands, according to one guy. Yeah. It's not just ships. It's also planes. So just flying over. That's not so weird. Or... On on a boat on a boat, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what it was weird. That's an old form it's a of belt. boat. It's, it's a belt. It's a belt. <laughs> it's a belt. It's about that big. Daddy um, gave me the belt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Daddy gave him the belt. Um, so the first a lot the one that he you were talking about a lot was the 1945 December 5th Flight 19, which was five TBF Avengers. And if you haven't seen what those look like, they're freaking cool looking. They're way cool. Yeah. They used to call them the, like Iron Birds because they were like one of the best planes that like held up in battle. So they called them the Iron Birds. I think that's Aren't they what the they're ones called. that got butchered in uh, Midway? I don't know. I think they all got shot down. Did they? <laughs> well, never mind. They weren't that good then. <laughs> so December 5th, Flight 19, they lost 14 cool airmen, right? So basically, they were, they were out there flying. Their compasses started going crazy, and they just got lost. There's been several like video deck yeah. documentaries on this. I watched one on oh, did you? Um, the History Channel, and it's super weird. Yeah, like, like even the reports about it. Yeah, like, or like from the pilots before they like the lead pilot. Yeah. So they actually, yeah, they have what he said when he called in a couple of times. He's like, I think we're like 225 miles northeast or yeah. something, but I don't know where so we are. So they were low on fuel, and they were trying to find it. Yeah. But didn't he see, like, weird colors and crap? So there's lots of different reports. I don't know. I thought he was seeing, like, the sea's green. Yeah, I think he, the thing that I read is he just said there's weird stuff going on yeah. or something. Is so what it I wasn't read. just a normal, like, we're going <clears> to <throat> crash. Yeah. They were having but it's some crazy. weird like, events. None of their... 
obviously none of their um, compasses were working. And so it's just yeah, really, that's really odd. odd. That, so they lost 14 airmen. But later that day, they sent out a PBM Mariner, basically one of those huge flying boats that are goofy looking, um, yeah. to, to go out there and find Butes. them. Huh? Buttes. Buttes. Yes. Uh, but then they got lost too. Yeah, and I didn't some of the... I know some of the, uh, like, in the area they had, there were some ships and they saw, like, a fireball. Oh, I didn't, like, I didn't hear that. Like, they thought something had blew up in the sky and crashed. Jeez. They saw it around the time these were disappearing, so they're yeah. like, what is going on? But then they, then nobody found wreckage. Yeah, nothing, is the huh? thing. Uh, th- so this is basically six planes, one of them being gigantic, that PBM Mariner. Those things are huge. So there was they didn't four- find, like, debris or anything. No, huh? no. So there was 14 airmen that were lost in the original Flight 19, and then there was 13 airmen that were on that other PBM Mariner boat that were lost, too. Yeah. Just gone. So it's like, if you're running out of fuel, most of the time they would ditch. Yes. And they'd stay together. Uh-huh. And, like, something, something would show or have but been found. But it's just like they just teleported just into Bigfoot's world. Yeah, so we don't know. So we're going to talk about what Bigfoot's, the heck could happen. They've been flying around. I know. Bigfoot's world. That prick. So then in 1947, on July 3rd, um, according to the Bermuda Triangle legend, a B-29 Super Fortress was lost off of Bermuda oh, as really? well. Oh, really? Yeah. I never heard about that. That's a gigantic no, sucker. That's a massive plane. I, yeah, they're, they're, they're freaking huge. And so there was a whole bunch of them. There was like hundreds up into the 60s. So, I mean, maybe not hundreds, but dozens. Hundreds of people died, though. Um, and so then there wasn't a lot. After the 60s, there wasn't very much. And then 2005. There's some that started again. On June 20th, a Piper PA-23 disappeared between Treasure Cay Island, Bahamas, and Fort Pierce, Florida. There were three people on board, just disappeared. 2007, April 10th, another Piper, but this is a PA-46. Peter Piper. Peter Piper. So these are just, I think these are just small uh, private planes. planes, Yeah. Disappeared near Barry Island after flying into a level six thunderstorm. I didn't know thunderstorms had levels. Did you? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, hell, we gotta do a podcast. I don't know. Thunderstorm levels. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I want to freaking give a yeah. number to all of them. I see. Me too. Yeah, honey, that's about a four. That's a two and a half, probably. <laughs> no biggie. She had a lining. That just yeah. increased it. Uh, cool. Two fatalities were listed in that one. Then you go to 2017 on February 23rd. The Turkish Airlines flight TK183 was forced to change its direction from Havana, Cuba to Washington after some mechanical and electrical problems occurred over the triangle. So what are the Turks doing over in I don't Caribbean? Know. They were going to, they were going to Cuba. <laughs> oh man. Every, freaking everybody's gone to Cuba. Yeah. And then in twenty seventeen again, May fifteenth, a private MU two B aircraft was about twenty four thousand feet when it vanished from radar 24, and four thousand feet. Yeah. And radio contact with the air traffic controllers in Miami and then the plane wreckage was found later. So this one was actually found. Oh okay. But it's just, they don't know why it crashed or anything. They don't know, yeah. So those are there's actually some recent stuff that has happened out there, obviously. So that's that's on the air side. But when you get down to the water side, there's a whole bunch of different stuff. Like Cam said, Christopher Columbus passing through the Bermuda Triangle on his first voyage to the New World. He recorded that a bursting flame of fire struck the sea and caused a strange light to appear in the distance a few weeks later. A few weeks later? Yeah, that's what I don't understand there. So there was a... Flame of fire, and then there was a light a few weeks later. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on there. That doesn't make any sense. But that was the earliest one that we know of. And then in 1881, legend has it that the Ellen Austin, a ship sailing from Liverpool to New York, encountered a ghost ship in the Bermuda Triangle. Don't Wouldn't they be, like, way south if they're in the Bermuda Triangle going from Liverpool? 
Doesn't it yeah. seem like they were off course? Somebody dicked up somewhere. Someone, somebody did some math wrong, I think, there. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't seem right. Oh, we're going to go to California. We're going to wrap around. Yeah. We're going to figure it home. out. Mm-hmm. Hop over. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. What? Yeah, I don't get that. But and <laughs> Maybe the, they were cutting through the... Um, the canal? The canal, yeah. I don't. Was it uh, there in 1881? Oh, I don't yeah, know when it was. It probably I don't there. know. So... They they encountered a ghost ship, so basically a ship that had no passengers, no crew. Those are su- those are so weird, like super weird. There's a ton of them that they just find floating. And but not- it gets even weirder because okay. they found a ghost ship, and then things went quickly awry. They boarded the crewless ship to tow it to shore. Right? And they're like, "Well, let's tow the sucker. There's a ship out here. We got to get it back to shore." But they were separated because they had another storm come in. <laughs> so. Then their ship and the ghost ship got separated, but the, the ghost ship had a crew on it because they were going to tow it in, right? Then, after the storm, they found the ghost ship again, and that crew was gone. <laughs> what the freak? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's a good movie that, there. Yeah, I know. I was like, How's, maybe someone already has made it, and we just haven't. It was an old 1970s. Yeah. So that's the Ellen Austin. That one's kind of crazy. And then in 1895, Joshua Slocum, the first man to sail solo around the world, vanished on a voyage from Martha's Vineyard to South America. And, and that was in the Bermuda Triangle. Hmm. So the other big one that a lot of people know of is the disappearance of the USS Cyclops. One of the Navy's biggest fuel ships marks the largest loss of life in the history of the U.S. Navy in a single incident. <clears throat> so yeah, that one. more people really died in that one incident for the Navy than, than anywhere. On, in March 1918, this massive ship... Holy crap, what's that? That's all flights going over the Bermuda. Oh, gosh, there's a lot of flights right that now. Son of a right there, he's gone. <laughs> Click on him, see if we can see how he's doing. I was just looking up how many flights currently go over Bermuda Triangle. Uh-huh. And you can kind of see they, they hug. They try little, to stay in land, huh? Yeah, they yeah. don't necessarily avoid it, but not a lot, like, go, well, there's a lot that go over yeah. it. But you can kind of see it kind of hugs the islands. But that's yeah, kind of crazy. Weird. There is kind of a gap there, though. There is. The there's a huge gap. Um, so, yeah, in March of 1918, this massive ship set out to sail from Brazil to Baltimore, and that's obviously directly through the Bermuda region, carrying 10,800 tons of manganese ore with about 309 crew members on board. I was making swords with manganese yeah, on Skyrim the other day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Setting off on a fairly good day, the first and the only message sent by this ship indicated no sort of troubles. However, the ship was never heard from again. An entire search of the area was put into action, but nothing was ever found. No remains of the ship or any crew members aboard have ever been found. The captain of the USS Cyclops never sent a distress signal, and no one on board responded to radio calls from... There was, like, hundreds of other vessels in the in the vicinity, and they never responded. It's like... It's like They're just gone. That is super that, that is the weirdest one to me, creepy. probably. That one in Flight 19 are the two that I'm like, okay... Those ones are a little funky. That like there's something funky. going on. A lot of the other ones, you know, planes crash, ships sink. Like it happens. Yeah. But these ones are funky. So what the, was the Austin one? Uh, where? What? No, what? Ellen Austin. Ellen Austin. That one's creepy. That one is creepy. That one's super. Two creepy. like two, uh, two crews just like get yeah warped off from the boat. <laughs> that doesn't make <laughs> any so sense. Weird. Yeah, that's crazy. So then there was five or six more up into the 1960s. And then there's been some um, from the 80s on. 1980, January 12th, the HMCS St. Laurent sank off of Cape Hatteras, the closest point Love on the place. North American mainland to Bermuda. The ship took on water after encountering the tail end of a hurricane. So it went down there. And then 2005, 
Um, is this that ding dong? <clears throat> two 14 year old boys, Austin oh, Stefanos yeah, yeah, yeah. and Perry Cohen, went on a fishing trip on their 19 foot boat. Despite the 15,000 square nautical mile wide search by the U.S. Coast Guard, the pair's boat was found a year later off the coast of Bermuda, but the boys were never seen again. Jeez. So they probably went swimming <laughs> and didn't come back. I don't know. <laughs> This is like this awkward pause. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know, dude. It's pretty sad. Um, in the 2015, uh, the SS El Faro, uh, with a crew of 33 aboard, sank off the coast of the Bahamas within the Triangle on October 1st after sailing into Hurricane Joaquin. Search crews identified the vessel 15,000 feet below the surface. Wow. And then, in 1969, this one isn't air or water. This one is land. Okay. <laughs> Piece of land went missing? Yeah, it's gone. The Great Isaac Lighthouse in Bimini, Bahamas, two keepers disappeared and were never found. Weird. A hurricane passed through at the time of disappearance. Might have had something to do with it, but we're not going to say it was. Could have. Could have, could have, could have. So, speaking of lighthouses, have you have you ever looked at some of the books? I guess during, like, really big storms, they were, like, waves would hit as high as the, the lighthouse. Jeez. How terrifying would that <laughs> That'd be? That'd be horrible. Like, I know the terrible Tilioff from Tillamook. What the hell are you terrible talking about? Terrible Tillioff from Tillamook. <laughs> what are you saying? The one in Oregon. Uh, there's like like the record, maybe they were hallucinating. I yeah, don't know. sure. But they said that there were times when the water level was like up to the windows. Oh my gosh. In some of the upper parts, and then it would just go down. I'm like, that is freaky. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> Hope this light doesn't go out. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't gonna never find me. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Um, so you a cor- sit up next to the light oh. for the whole entire. Yeah. Hope my shift ends soon. <laughs> I'm ready to go I'm home. I'm get out of here. I'm ready to go home. According to several websites, there there is a total of about 924 deaths related to plane and shipwrecks in the Bermuda Triangle. Somebody said a thousand. Yeah. So there's there's a whole bunch of different. <laughs> some people say there's even more. I bet. But. We don't know. Columbus didn't get out. Of, he got out of Dodge. Yeah, he did. He made it. Yeah, we're. Yeah, he made it to America. <laughs> right? <laughs> discovered it. He did. He discovered it. Anyways, uh, so that's that's all of the notable incidents that that uh, I know of. Anyways, I, but Cam, I, I gotta ask you this question. It's been it's been weighing on my mind, and I gotta know. All right. How many times have you tried to find a comfortable pair of pants or button up shirt that doesn't make you look like a Renacop or MC Hammer, but has all the functionality you're looking for. Always. You're doing it all the time, aren't you? Like regular clothes and yeah. tactical. It's super hard. Like you're probably doing it this morning. You're probably going to do it lunch today. dress slats today. seem too baggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to do it tonight when you get home and you're laying in bed. Just like, where do I find this stuff? Yeah, where do I get a nice blouse? I got to tell you, I know where to get it. Okay. It's off the grid surplus, Cam. They sent us some gear a while back. We've tested it. We've tested it multiple times, mm-hmm. all the time. Weekly, we're testing it, and it's fantastic. Um, it, it looks really freaking is. It's it's sexy. It it works well. It's durable. Um, it's just it's <clears throat> it's everything you want in uh, tactical <laughs> workwear. True. Okay, somebody's um, taking those cottons, mm-hmm. made something fantastic. Yeah, it's just they did it. Sewed it in there. The thing. <laughs> off the grid surplus. It figured yep, it yep. out. Yeah. Okay. So you've got to go check them out. Go to their website, offthegridsurplus.com. You're going to get an extra 15% off with our code casual preppers. If you can find a better deal, 
Use that deal, but if you can't find a better deal, use you this. You can probably one. find a better deal, but I guarantee you it's gonna feel and look terrible. Yeah, oh well, yeah, I I'm, promise you. Yes, exactly. Use our code Casual you can buy Preppers. Cheap crap all day long. Oh yeah, but that's that's crap though. That's that's not a deal. You're getting you're getting <laughs> swindled. True. You don't want to get swindled. True. Go to OffTheGridSurplus.com. Use our code Casual Preppers. You're gonna get some fantastic clothing. They have hats. They have T-shirts. They have outdoor workwear. They have uh, jackets and flannels yeah. and yep pants. It's so good. I like 5'11", but I'm telling you, this stuff fits better. It does. And it looks better. Yeah, 100%. Like I'm just saying, I like 5'11", but this stuff is better. It's better. It really is. I agree. So, Cam. So, what, why is this stuff happening? What the hell's going on in in the Bermuda Triangle? There's <laughs> there's a lot of different theories. Stuff disappearing. Stuff disappearing. <laughs> I didn't mean to have it. It's just like... My, stuff disappearing, man. My, my tongue and my underlip got, like, <laughs> caught. That stuff disappearing. My tongue and my lip are wrestling. I can't figure it out. Yeah, What's going on? Happening all the time. <laughs> um, so stuff's disappearing, and we gotta figure out why it's this disappearing. Belts that are disappearing. <laughs> oh, yeah, the stuff's disappearing. Belts. Um, so one of the theories, which is a great theory, which is one that I've been entertaining. In I my always mind. love these. Yeah, the worm. There's a wormhole, Cam. So you know, for the scientists Science fiction enthusiasts, the wormhole theory holds a lot of appeal, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked about the wormhole. Two we, holes, like a piece of paper, yeah. folded together. Yeah. Cutting through time. Yeah, it's like space Watching and time. Watching tell you. Yeah, you can fold it, right? So, so maybe this is a a, a, a I don't space. know how the water's staying put. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how it's either. But maybe the H2O is doesn't matter in the maybe wormhole. Maybe it's all fake. It's just a thick mist. <laughs> maybe. I didn't hear that one though. <laughs> I uh, I just came up with it. Put it in there. <laughs> Put it in there. So wormhole basically it's a space time shortcut, right? Yeah. In, in theory, it could potentially allow time travel. And so uh, there's a lot of different things going on no here. No wonder you cut through there. If you could shave off, <laughs> I know, like a two day boat ride. Yeah. Boom. You're in Delta. That's why they're getting their own. Nobody time. goes South America though. So. No, that's the problem. So, although wormholes haven't been proven to exist yet, it hasn't stopped them from being thrown about as a Bermuda Triangle theory. Some people point to the wormhole explanation as a reason why many vessels aren't found after crashing in the Bermuda Triangle. Just go into that wormhole and yeah, where does it put them? Somewhere else. <laughs> Bigfoot land. Yeah, that's exactly I don't right. know. They're somewhere else. <laughs> that's the simplest like name for yeah, planet Bigfoot. Bigfoot land. Bigfoot land. <laughs> Got a bunch of ships. <laughs> And Bigfoots. Big feet. It's like, it's like Mario, you just blow your little flute. <laughs> yeah. And it takes you, you whirlwind on to Bigfoot land. That's right. Um, so that's why they think maybe you're not finding any of these vessels. But some people say, no, that's just the Gulf Stream, dummy. It's taking all those Duh. Duh. So there's another one. What is the Gulf Stream? Just a, it's a jet. nice rush. <laughs> it's a jet. <laughs> right? Yeah. Super fast. Super fast jet. Um, the other one uh, I've been reading about is that there's a hole in the planet's electromagnetic forces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. So the Bermuda Triangle appears to be one of the places on Earth where the compasses have trouble pointing to true north. What are you laughing at over there? Just some of these theories. <laughs> I know. I can see somebody just sitting down at a diner. No, see. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's a hole in the planet's magnetic electromagnetic forces. Yeah, yep. Eating some steak and eggs. <laughs> steak and eggs. <laughs> Chicken and waffles is what he's eating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the, the compasses, you know, just like in the Flight 19, their compasses weren't working, right? So they're saying, 
Well, it's a hole in the plant's electromagnetic forces, so when you get in there, your compasses go all haywire. Yeah. You don't know which way you're going. Sun goes down, don't know which way is what. You don't want your ass from your elbow. You get lost, you fall <laughs> in the water, Goldstream picks you out there. Okay? <laughs> ass from your elbow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Which one of these? You know, they're about a steak. Um... <laughs> Places like the Gobi Desert are well known to cause <laughs> compasses to melt. Flow, give me another steak. Flow. 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 <laughs> Likewise, they also act up in the Bermuda Triangle. Many people have reported strange occurrences with their compasses in the triangle throughout the years. While it doesn't always happen, it can cause pilots and sailors to go significantly off course. Like from Liverpool to New York. <laughs> or where was they going? And somehow you end up down by Cuba. <laughs> Landed in Sao Paulo now. I don't know how this happened. Yeah, what's going on? So that that's another one. Electromagnetic mess. We um, caught a tailwind, and we are now in South America. <laughs> We're going to have a layover at the next uh, stop. Sorry about that. I hope we get down here. <laughs> I hope you got your passports. I understand you all want to go to Vancouver, Washington, and that's not going to happen. Better luck next time. <laughs> yeah. Electromagnetic field's going to be killing us. Ain't our fault it's a hole in the electromagnetic field. If you look out your right window, you see a planet's electromagnetic force hole. And that's the way the Bigfoot land out your left window. <laughs> Been there. Terrifying. Been there. <laughs> Terrifying. So another another um, explanation is aliens. Ah. This one's quite popular with the kids these days. <laughs> yeah. um, Probably the best explanation for everything. Yeah, yeah. Some writers have blamed UFOs for the disappearances and that they believe the aliens use the triangle as a portal to travel to and from our planet. So that's just where they're getting dropped off from yeah. Mars. It's just like, and then they end up in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Right? Uh, the area is like a gathering station where they capture people, ships, and aircraft to conduct research. That's the it's a good the, choice of area. Yeah, why not? No land. No land. <laughs> Hell, so hard to find a human down here. <laughs> Salt water. Bunch of fish. Who put the, who put the time warp teleporter over a big piece of ocean? Someone did not do their job. <laughs> this is bullshit. Well, back then, what's that one thing the the big huge island that was one the Pangea? Or no, whatever? Pangea. Yeah, yeah. It's like yep. it used to be there. Okay, now it's split up. Sorry, now it was like two billion years you ago. Can't move but... time warp. It's there and it's there. <laughs> anyway, and you get the two point version. We can move it next time. <laughs> Spring for the extra cash. Bob teleport. The final scenes of Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind depict pilots from every decade returning to Earth. Remember that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're thinking maybe that's kind of the thing. Like, they're flying into this alien warp pole, and mm. that, <laughs> yeah. And then they're a weird looking alien warp pole. <laughs> Does that look like an alien warp hole to you? <laughs> What's going what on? is that? <laughs> alien warp hole. Smells weird, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a yucky. <laughs> That's, yucky. <laughs> That's a yucky. Anyways, um, aliens. Out your right window, you'll see an alien warp hole. <laughs> Please fasten your seatbelts. We're about ready to hit an alien wormhole. Warp. <laughs> All right. I have now turned off the. Uh, you don't go about the cabin anymore. No more peanuts. <laughs> <laughs>
and may have felt like turbulence, but that was an alien war pole. I don't know where we're at. <laughs> Does anyone know how to read a compass? <laughs> please don't come look, up to the Please topic. don't look at your compass. It's spinning right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. I would definitely, if I was a pilot flying <laughs> over Bermuda, I'd totally yeah. mess with people. They should do like themed flights where you pay extra and then you have oh, like a so whole cool. like thing where you're going through it and they're like, you're going Everybody, through it. Look out your right window, you'll see two, <laughs> actually 19 TBM bombs. And there's flight 19 right alongside of us there. <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen them. That'd be sweet to like get yeah. some like pilots to fly up alongside. Yeah. Anyway. Here's another one that I really like. It's the lost city of Atlantis. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, ever, yeah. That's, Man, that city is like in every part of the ocean. It really is. But theorists believe that the fabled city once resided under the triangle and Mystical crystals, which powered Atlantis, are still resting on the seabed, transmitting huge well, waves of energy stuff up. that destroy the vessels on the sea above. <laughs> so it's the crystals. It's the Atlantis crystals. They're just jacking stuff up. I mean, yeah. you can't expect anything less from a crystal. No. I mean. It you... must be big. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> must be big. Have you, seen, have you watched uh, uh, Drain the Oceans? What? Have you ever watched the episodes of Drain the Ocean? I don't know what that is. It's on the History Channel. Oh. Mm. So they they like do all these. They uh, actually drain the oceans. <laughs> yeah. It's a documentary. Yeah, they got to warn people ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen next week, guys. Did you get no ready? No boating today. We're draining it. <laughs> <laughs> no more. No more. Hey, I, I, you can't Get your fishing it. in. It's over soon. <laughs> Amazon, you got to take to the air because we're going to drain this. Anyways, they like do all this like. You know, seismic stuff and mm-hmm. shoot ultrasounds and all kinds of weird technological stuff. But then they drain it based on what they see on the floor. Uh, so why haven't they found Atlantis, huh? They, I don't know. If they're doing, if they're yeah. draining oceans, you know. But they didn't really drain computer. it. Computer. No, but they they have these really sophisticated ways of. Yeah, <laughs> I know they pictures do. Pictures of the seafloor. You think they found Atlantis? There's trenches. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Lost City of Atlantis, even though it pisses off Cam, is one of the reasons maybe that this Those is crystals happening. be found, I'm telling you. It's stupid crystals. Um, anyways, the next one is gigantic structures under the sea. And this one again comes... Under the sea. <laughs> Downward is wetter. Crystals are better. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, paranormal explorers... How do you get to be a paranormal explorer? <laughs> I don't know, but that sounds amazing. I want to get a business card that says that. Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't pay a paranormal explorer at your service. <laughs> Kevin Hart, P.E., not P.E. instructor. P. Paranormal explorer. P.E. <laughs> I'm a P.E. teacher. I teach paranormal exploring. <laughs> uh, man, I want to make a card just for that. I know. Um, I actually do have a bachelor's in physical education. <laughs> do you really? So I should get a card. You have a bachelor's in physical education? It was that. like... He, it was uh, kinesiology and uh, PE, and that's what I got. Um, interesting. That's what I got in PE. That's, <laughs> that's what I got what... into medical school. <laughs> that's medical how I got... education. <laughs> I get it. All right. Anyway. Anyways, paranormal explorers claim they found a massive crystal pyramid lurking beneath the ocean in the triangle. What? Yep. They implied this might be responsible for crashing ships and aircraft. Okay. So that's one. That's another one. This next one, it's kind of scary. I hope it's not racist, <laughs> but it's here. Um, it's. I think it might be the souls of African slaves. 
<laughs> it's kind of racist, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't know. It was on the internet, so I'm going to read it. I have actually seen this Have one. you really? I've yeah. never heard of this. Because of all the trade ships that sunk and yeah, all sure. the crap they went through. So one of the most significant theories is that the triangle is made up of the souls of slaves who had been thrown overboard by Jeez. sea captains on their journey to the States. In, in his book, Healing the Haunted, Dr. Kenneth McCall claimed that a hunt, haunting sound could be heard while sailing in the notorious waters. Did so you say what that sound was? Sounds like uh, souls of African slaves. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, that's a theory. Well, that's creepy. Another one is there's government testing going on. This one could be real. Always. So there really is the Atlantic Undersea Test and Evaluation Center, or the A-U-T-E-C. Outtech. 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 Um, It's located in the mysterious... Seems like something on Fallout. I know. Outtech building. Yep. You get some Nuka-Cola in there. Nuka-Cola. It's used as a hub to test submarines, weapons, sonar, secret projects, and reverse-engineered alien technology. And some say it's behind the disappearances. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It was like the Philadelphia Project, remember? Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, that one's funky. That one's super We need to do a whole episode on that. I think so, too, because that one's disturbing. It really is. And then the last one I have, which is, it's great, an ancient comet is responsible. Yeah. Some theorists believe that all the weird activity around the Bermuda Triangle is caused by an ancient comet. Supposedly, it crashed into the ocean more than 10,000 years ago, and the comet came to reside at the bottom of the sea in a trench so deep it's undetectable. So that's what I'm saying, Cam. doesn't matter how good of an NVIDIA graphics card you have. You can't get to the (laughs) trench in the bottom. That's true. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) According to the theory, the comet... Chinese can. No, they can't. They just got to the bottom of the marinara trench. (laughs) Mm. They found the crust. Did they? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Delicious. D- delicious. According to the theory, the comet's extraterrestrial nature doesn't play well with navigational equipment, which is why so many people have crashed in the area. That one I could see. You know, yeah. you, get, you got some space rock down there that f- it funks up your <laughs> north. <laughs> it's got some barren. weird freaking magnetic yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when it, when the camera's pushing in. <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever see uh, Man of Steel? Yeah. When that thing was like pulsating down. I don't remember. And it like would lift all the stuff like magnetically. That was cool. That was cool. I bet you that's at the bottom of the ocean. Is that the one that had Kevin Costner in it? Yeah. Yeah. He died in it. Did he? Gosh, Remember the tornado got him? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Because he's living in like Iowa or something, huh? No, son. No, Don't fly over here. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't worth it. I'm going to go play catch with daddy for the rest (laughs) of my days. Make sure and build something so I can come back. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's all I've got for that, okay. for the possible explanations. Well, that sounds weird and crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what else is weird and crazy? What? Did you know your laptop and your phone, it's never really off. I know. Even when you put it in airplane mode, it's not yeah. off. I know. And everything from your passport to your credit cards contains RFID identification. Why they got to do that? So, I don't know. They're stupid. And all of it contains valuable, mm. valuable private information that is easily exploited in the wrong hands. This is where Silent Pocket Silent comes Pocket. in. Silent Pocket offers a range of products <laughs> you already use. Wallets, bags, horse bags, travel gear, laptop sleeves, mm. key case. I don't think the horse bag's in there, but yeah. 
But with the added protection of your patented Faraday technology, which turns your device invisible and safe from the outside world. Beautiful. We talk about EMP, CMEs, Bermuda Triangles, and crystals mm-hmm. um, all the time. And it's time to do something about it. Go to silent-pocket.com slash discount slash casual preppers and get 10% off from your order. Silent Pocket. Sweet stuff. It's beautiful looking. Protect your stuff. Get it. (laughs) Anyway, so I gave you some of the crazy stuff that people think that might be going on there. And this this is the fun stuff. But what do the scientists say? No, 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 no. Yeah, take that back. <laughs> Dumb dums. Um, this is the things that actually These happen. are the smarty pants. Yeah. They're like, y'all dumb, Bermuda's normal. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag science. So, one of the biggest uh, Bermuda debunkers mm-hmm. is Larry Coochie. <laughs> Isn't it Coosh? Coosh. Coosh. Author of the Bermuda Triangle Mystery Solved 1975. He oh, he did it way back out. then. Yeah. Argued that many claims of Gaddis, that other guy I was telling you about, mm-hmm. and subsequent writers were exaggerated, dubious, or unverifiable. So, mm-hmm. Coochie. We're going to call him Coochie. <laughs> For the Cus- sake of this podcast. Coochie or something like that. We're calling him Coochie. Yeah, Coochie. Um, research revealed a number of inaccuracies and inconsistencies between Berlitz's account and statements from eyewitnesses, participants, and other involved in the initial incident. So this guy's like pissed. He's like, I won't figure this out. He got all these different records mm-hmm. and determined that a lot of this, this is just made up bull crap. He yeah. said, Coochie noted cases where he, <laughs> um, he said disappearances of round the world yachtsman Dan, uh, Donald Crowhurst that went on his own, mm-hmm. which Berlitz had presented as a mystery, despite clear evidence to the contrary. Like the another example was the ore carrier <clears throat> recounted by Berlitz as lost without a trace. He just didn't like Berlitz, obviously. Yeah. Uh, three days out of uh, an Atlantic port when it had been lost three days out of a port with the same name in Pacific Ocean. So he doesn't. It's like inconsistencies with all these records. Some of the things. <clears throat> the key points were that he said the number of ships and aircraft reported missing in the area was not significantly greater proportionally speaking than any other part of the ocean so it's not like more were mm. getting lost in the Bermuda Coochie Triangle. Coochie sounds like a buzzkill. <laughs> yes. I don't care what you say. In an area frequented frequented, <laughs> frequented. <laughs> by tropical cyclones bomb cyclones mm. The number of disappearances that did occur were, for the most part, neither disproportionate, <laughs> unlikely, or mysterious. I just got a pop-up from that guy that eats on TikTok. That he <laughs> posted a new video. Oh, I got to watch it. Uh, there's a guy, the COVID-19. Some, what the hell's his name stump, on TikTok, dude? His name's like Poopy Fart Gmail. <laughs> Johnny is, Poopy Fart Gmail. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he's the best. But he just has a mic up to his throat and he eats he like just eats hamburgers stuff. and stuff all day. I don't know why so I like watching funny. it. I gotta find his name. You go, oh, Johnny, John Poopy Fart Gmail. I was close, yeah. John Poopy Fart Gmail.com. Go. <laughs> it's funny. He's got like the greatest It's so mustache. disgusting, but it's, oh. he does. Yeah. He like eats half of it when he's eating. Oh, he's got a new one. Yeah, that's the Keep one that going. just popped. Keep going. <laughs> um,. Furthermore, Berlitz and other riders would often fail to mention such storms or even represent the disappearances having happened in the calm conditions when meteorologic, meteorological records clearly contradict this. So like you were saying about the uh, 
Which one did you say? You're like, we won't mention that there was a... What? Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> He's just eating a hamburger. What is he eating? That's a hamburger. He puts a mic up to his throat. It's so disgusting sounding, but it's funny. Anyway, Anyways. check him out. Pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so he he's saying that a lot of these events didn't mention that there was like a hurricane or oh, something sure. going on. Yeah. So he makes it sound like they just disappeared in perfect sun, <laughs> yeah. sunny day. Because what was that one you were saying where we won't mention that? Yeah, that was the uh, the two people that um, disappeared from the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. But it was during a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. That may have had something. That may have had something to do But that's with. what he's saying is a lot of these reports are failing to mention that yeah. there was a storm going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also said the number of them, uh, wait, uh, some disappearances had, in fact, never even happened. One plane crash was said to have t- taken place in 1937 off from Daytona Beach, Florida. In front of a hundred witnesses, a check of the local papers revealed nothing. Mm. And then the legend of the Bermuda Triangle is a manufactured mystery perpetuated by writers who either purposely or unknowingly made use of misconceptions, faulty reasoning, and sensationalism. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, he's a coochie's a buzzkill for sure. Yeah. Um, in 2013, a study, the Worldwide Fund of Nature, <laughs> identified the world's 10 most dangerous waters for shipping, and the Bermuda Triangle was not included in that. What? So, Worldwide Fund They're... of Nature thinks it's bogus, too. Yeah, they're buzzkilling everything. Um, so, some explanations, compass variations. <clears throat> yeah. So, why do, the, why do the compasses, and that's one of the most common reports from most of these disappearances, even though they disappeared, they got a record out. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But um, problems are one of the cited phrases in many of the triangle incidents. While some have theorized that the unusual local magnetic anomalies may exist in the area, some or such anomalies have not been found. Compasses have natural magnetic variations in relation to the magnetic poles, a fact which navigators have known for centuries. But um, there's a number of places that this is known, and they know well that there's magnetic changes in these areas, but the Bermuda Triangle is not one of them based on, the you know, yeah. where it's located and all that. So, mm. but the public may not be as informed and think there's something mysterious about the compass changing across an area as large as the triangle, which yeah, so sometimes will. True North and Magnetic North are, are off right. slightly, right? And you have to know in your area what that might be. But yeah. So it's such a big area and they don't really yeah. know. So anyway, the Gulf Stream mm-hmm. um, is a major surface current primarily driven by thermal hailing circulation (laughs) that originates in the Gulf of Mexico and then flows through the Straits of Florida into the North Atlantic. In essence, it is a river within the ocean. Whoa. And like a river, it can and does carry floating objects. It has a maximum surface velocity of about two meters per second. Okay. 6.6 feet per second for Americans. Yeah. A small plane making a water landing or a boat having engine trouble could be carried away from its reported position by the current. Sure, but wouldn't they know what that current exactly. is? Exactly. Yeah. Like, if the, if the Gulf Stream is a thing, well, obviously it is, uh, they would know, like, where it goes, I would think so. I would think so, too. And it's pretty simple. I mean, they've got the formula right there, 6.6 feet per second. Do the math, Einstein. Landed I mean, this area, 6.6 yeah. feet. You can find it. Yeah. This is just people that don't know how to do math. Idiots. Human error. Yeah, there you go. One of the most cited explanations in official inquiries as to the loss of any aircraft or vessel is human error. Mm-hmm. So uh, even in the Flight 19, I remember they talked a lot about the lead pilot yeah. was kind of a ding-dong, they said. <laughs> they said that he yeah. just like, 
made really bad decisions and they think he just flew them off into the middle of nowhere and was the only one reporting where they were and they yeah. think that he was just like so lost that he drove them into death. Um, Not good. But human stubbornness may have caused businessman Harvey Conover to lose his sailing yacht, the Renovoc. That's a cool name. Revenoc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Renovoc better. <laughs> yes, like Stixley. Conover. Um, yeah. As he sailed into the teeth of the storm, mm. probably level six or five, or I don't know. Probably somewhere around South there. of Florida in January 1st, 58. Mm. Um, violent weather. Hurricanes are powerful storms that form in trouble. We already talked about it. Yeah. We, everybody knows what a hurricane is because of us. The sinking of Francisco de Bobadilla. Francisco. From Francisco de la Bobadillas. Bobadilla. Francisco. Francisco. That's fun to say. <laughs> Francisco. Francisco. That's, that's right. I just watched that. Spanish fleet in 1502 was the first recorded instant instance of destructive hurricane. Getting late in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Tongue slurring a little bit. These storms have in the past caused a number of incidents related. I just did it again. A powerful downdraft of cold air was suspected to be a cause in the sinking of Pride of Baltimore. That's creepy. A powerful downdraft. It's a underwater. Screw you. The hand of God is. Yeah. Um, the crew of the sunken vessel noted the wind suddenly shifted and increased velocity from 20 miles per hour to 60 to 90. Mm. So these, um, I, the books I've been reading about surviving on the ocean and stuff like that, like, you know, we get in windstorms that are like 35, 40, yeah. but on the ocean, like 30 miles per hour causes like massive waves. So uh, it's like these simple changes cause like an, an enormous, I'm done. <laughs> Just knocked over my iPad. But um, anyways, a National Hurricane Center satellite specialist, James Lushine, stated during very unstable weather conditions, <laughs> my damn, <laughs> the downburst of cold air from aloft can hit the surface like a bomb exploding outward like a giant squall line of wind and water. Mm. So a similar event occurred to the Concordia in 2010 the co off the coast of Brazil. Scientists are con are currently investigating whether hexagonal, hexagonal, hexagonal. Oh, I think it's hexagonal. I think it's hexagonal. <laughs> clouds, uh, I said it earlier, <laughs> the right way. Um, clouds may be the source of these 170 mile an hour air bombs. Mm. So these are like super powerful winds that generate waves of more than 45 feet high because um, these air air bombs come down and crash on the ocean and push the water up. Jeez. It's like in the bathtub, you know. Yeah. Air bomb. Yeah. Blow on it. I'm just doing an air bomb in a bathtub. <laughs> I've done an air bomb. <laughs> comes up pretty yeah. pretty foul. A little um, bubbly. Methane hydrates. I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, an explanation of some of the disappearances has focused on the presence of large fields of methane hydrates to form natural gas on the continental shelves. Laboratory experiments, uh, experiments carried out in Australia have proven that bubbles can indeed sink a scale model ship by decreasing the density of the water. Wow. So all those bubblies yeah. and the ship just, just sinks. Just There's goes no down. buoyancy. Yeah. It's lost. Um, it has been hypothesized that periodic methane eruptions, sometimes called mud volcanoes, mm -hmm. <laughs> may produce regions of frothy water <laughs> that are no longer capable of providing adequate buoyancy. So that's crazy. It's like farting in the water a too bunch much of times. Methane. And it just drops it. 
Mm. I've had a mud volcano once. In the bathtub. <laughs> uh, honey. <laughs> Whoops, did it again. <laughs> Methane gas is kind of strong in here. Not much buoyancy in here no more. But um, but yeah, super weird that the, all this release of gas causes like bubbly water mm-hmm. and then the boat just sinks. But doesn't That's explain crazy. the disappearance of crew. Unless well, it goes under and comes back up. It says that, oh, the Gulf Stream takes it away. Oh, that's right. But again, it yeah. goes somewhere. Yeah, it does. It doesn't make any sense. No. Um, water spouts. Okay. Water spouts, which are basically like tornadoes on the ocean, have been seen in the Bermuda Triangle. During the weather phenomena, 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 water from the ocean is sucked hundreds of thousands of feet into the air. This seems so bizarre. That so would f- creep me out. <laughs> yeah. In addition to water spouts, part of the Gulf Stream moves along the edge of the Bermuda Triangle, which can lead to high waves, which could easily capsize boats. These waves hit with absolutely no warning at all and could be hundreds of feet high. Waves at that height could even be able to knock a plane out what? of the freaking air. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's like a rogue wave. Is that what yeah. they're talking about there? Yeah. Wasn't it um, Edge of, or not Edge of Tomorrow? That's a different movie. It's um, a good movie, though. That's a really good movie. Great movie. What's the one with John Cusack? 2012. Yeah. Why well, aren't they like flying and there's like these big like tornadoes? There's lots of, of crazy water stuff, stuff going on. So yeah. That's what you're talking about, water spouts. I see. Um, so when you factor in water spouts, giant quickly forming waves, and then you have a factor of possible hurricane as well, you see that a lot of weather scenarios could spell disaster. So yeah. they're just saying it's just a turbulent area, yeah. lots of storms, and that's why things are sinking. That makes sense. This one's weird. Um, electronic fog. Ooh, sounds like a great name for like a, a club <laughs> or something. It doesn't sound like a club We're name. We're going to go hit up electronic fog and now you want to go? You want to come in the club? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, the most notable theory of the Bermuda's Triangle. <laughs> it's not like how you said it. Bermuda's Triangle. It's like it's Bermuda's <laughs> it's Triangle. Possessive. <laughs> it's possessive. <laughs> it owns the electronic yeah. fog. Yeah. Is a meteorological... Phenomena. Phenomena, which sticks to an aircraft or ship. It's said that the fog causes equipments on aircrafts and ships to malfunction, such as spinning of compasses. So how, <laughs> wait, so it's like a, it's like a weird electrical event thing it's like or a, something? Yeah, I figure it's like a, a dew that has electrical <laughs> charge in it. Well, I've had, like I've had that Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it voltage or something? Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, they just collect it off the planes <laughs> when they go over the Bermuda Triangle. Put a little fizz in there, it's ready to go. Capture it in a little yeah. container. But yeah, so electronic fog wow. sticks to planes, causes all kinds of haywire. Dang. If you look out your right window, you see electronic fog. We're losing altitude, I think. <laughs> I think. These instruments are all crazy. Your complimentary Anyways. Mountain Dew voltage is on its way back. Um, electronic fog version. <laughs> well, I just read to you a whole novel, a whole bunch of stuff, and that yeah. was rough on the tongue. <laughs> rough on the ears, too, I'm rough sure. Rough on the tongue, rough on the ears. But yeah, there's That's it. the Bermuda. Yeah, Bermuda's Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm calling it from now on. Because <laughs> I did it. I yeah. accidentally called it. That's it's, all right. It's possessive. Yeah. Bermuda's Triangle, Bermuda's Water, Bermuda's yeah. Hot. Electronic uh, fog. (laughs) Yeah. Water spouts are owned by Bermuda. Water spouts. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) (laughs) We're both struggling here. Anyways. We've done this before, I swear. Tell your pilot not to fly over the Bermuda (laughs) Triangle. Yeah, it's not worth it. I know this 
Yeah, it's only a couple thousands of miles, but you need to go around. Is it a million miles or something like that? Well, they say it's like, it's. well, the thing I read said it was either 500,000 square miles up to 1 million square miles. <laughs> so, again, Slide. somebody's math is really bad. It's, only, it's the either same that, dude that's or it's flying from that. Liverpool <laughs> yeah. to New York by going down to Argentina. It's like one square mile. No, nah, it could be up to a million square miles. Anywhere in between. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But right. she has space. She has 16... 1500 mile mile. Atlantis crystals <laughs> bubbling the, the water. Same guy that's coming up. All <laughs> yeah. We need to do an entire episode of this guy talking on a, the 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 airplane. Yeah, we need to do the, the pilot episode. and we need to do the 30s yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's coming in. Yeah, front. Read all about it. Read all about it. Bermuda's Triangle. <laughs> Bermuda's Triangle. Electronic fog. This is probably pissing people off. That is so Electronic damn fog's coming in. He's going to take a right hook to the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going, but I'm going to stop. Tech pack. Oh, we got a tech pack. Oh, oh, we got a tech pack. Here we go. We got Kobe a tech did pack. a video on this, so check it out on TikTok. Yeah, go check it out on TikTok. Um, burn-proof gear rail wrap. So this is a wrap that you put around your rail that just burn-proof. <laughs> Broken down for you. Yeah. Uh, it's great. And then you got the X-Steel AR-55 550 Target. Yeah. Big old beast. Yeah. Steel plate. Mm-hmm. Wear it in my jacket. Yeah. Take a shot. Take a shot. Cool. And then you got the SI Ultimate Dust Cover. I'm drying that in the little box. Oh, little box, whatever that says. Yeah. Dust cover for your gun. And then you got the Breakthrough Clean Wipes Pack. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Instead of squirting oil mm-hmm. all over He's got gun. a pack of stuff, yeah. You can wipe it down and get <laughs> it clean. And then they're saying that the December box is going to be bonkers. That's what they're saying. I love bonkers. Yeah. It's going to have a couple of those <laughs> in there. Bonkers in a thousand years. Oh, my gosh, bonkers. <laughs> I forgot about those. It's pretty chewy. They're good. Oh, they're dang good. They're way good. I don't even know if you can find them. I don't know. Hit me up if you know where to get some bonkers. <laughs> I haven't had those in a Kobe's million years. going to get any stalking. I don't, yeah. I want to go Tell your up. wife you want some bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What is bonkers? <laughs> hey, we should shout out to yeah. old Gattapak. Old Gattapak sent us a couple of shirts. Boy, Cam's wearing his right now. Boy, that's sexy. Boy, 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 check that out, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it fits freaking good. Yeah. It's smooth. Go check out Gattapak. Nippy's poking out. Yeah, go go check out Gattapak. Yeah, you should. Good, like, seriously. Good guys. I, I have a little segment on there on our next podcast about yep, them. Next one. They make the best pre-built packs i'm telling you full show full show all right guys thank you so much appreciate you listening appreciate you have that have subscribed yeah to uh the preppers podcast it's good for everybody thank you uh bermuda's triangle (laughs) and the tax pack (laughs) all right talk all right say survive